Randall rightly forecasted the difficulty in convincing his family of the merit of his arduous journey, especially due to its suddenness. However, he wished his father's blessing. As a parent, Pan was headstrong. Indeed, his consistent strictness for his children made Randall fear his father's disapproval. Therefore, Randall constructed a pretext for his journey. Bloodstone Though rare, bloodstone was valuable enough for the demanding effort, so Randall feigned it as his foremost desire. Late the next morning, Randall spoke to his family. As I was to spend time away at the seawall sanctuary, I want to change my plan and go on a quest for bloodstone, he said to his father Pan, who sat by the summer's cool and lifeless hearth. But Jakin, his elder brother, intruded. A quest, bloodstone, but... And then he stopped, as he sensed his untimely intrusion into what was a serious conversation. Randall hesitated for his father's reply, who said, There's not enough danger in the sea for you anymore, father said quite rationally. I've not known anyone in Pankin thinking such rot except for those Rafi boys. You can't be as daft as they. Bloodstone comes out of Jizrib, not Glendary. Pan was correct, for none in Glendary made the difficult trek. Randall regrouped his offense as he had not fully worked out his explanation. In the silence that followed, Pan recalled the story of the merchant sailor and thus knew, but waited for Randall's honest admission. Randall attempted directness. I'm going for Bloodstone, but if there's any other worthy effort, it's a good thing if I know now whether or not I can or uh, it can be done. Randall's father scratched his face through his thick beard. Randall had never been any trouble for him and Clea, his mother. Indeed, he was a joy to rear even through the difficult years when Randall's dreaming interfered in everything. Pan's discipline was tough, but he could not be so cruel as to deny his son the chance to save himself from the horror of his schizophrenia. Oh, sure, you go out there and make it rich if you can, but... To leave for just the two nights, if such nights exist, means everybody here will think you're off your goat when you come back. No one holds to such stories, none except that crazy Winfield seaman. How can you think such a thing even exists? All right, then. I'll not tell anyone about the two nights, Randall compromised, but refused to answer Pan's question. He was not going to win that point. No one in Glendary will know of my pilgrimage. Oh, Randall cursed himself for his choice of word, far too devotional. I mean to say, he went on as if he were making a joke, with the price of bloodstone, it won't matter why anyone goes to the bomb, so long as they come back with some in their pockets. I'll keep the other matter all to myself, and no one shall know except you. Randall's father seemed pleased with the compromise. In their agreement, Randall would not be an embarrassment to himself should his prospects yield nothing. Besides, a journey of such proportions would strengthen a young man and help educate him. In secret, Pan hoped when Randall returned, the trek would settle him down. Nevertheless, Pan fumed at the seaman who had inspired Randall's risky trip with this preposterous story. Why, how do you even know if there's such a thing as conscious and unconscious minds? He blurted out, continuing his argument. Merging dreams with reality, poppycock. Randall did not want to quarrel. The news was broached and he had his permission. 
He would begin preparations immediately to start a leisurely journey across the mountains and arrive in the Bohm by early winter in time for the two nights. <laughs> 